and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer, sponsor this program, follow us on Twitter, or even like us on Facebook. We can be found at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Well, praise the Lord, LJ Renee. How is your Thursday going? Oh, going very well, very well. You know, my mom's birthday will is going to be this Saturday. She'll be 93 years old. So I'm, trying, <laughs> so I'm trying to get some things together for that. So it's going along pretty good. Happy 93rd birthday. That, yes. That's a blessing, man. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Wow. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, let's uh, talk about the scriptures that you and I have discussed in Luke uh, chapter uh, 8, verses 1 through 8. If you want to read them from the Passion Translation, then I'll read them from the King James and we can get into our discussion today. Sure. It's uh, Luke 18. Luke 18, um, I'm sorry, thank you. Yes, and it's, um, it's, it's one day Jesus taught the apostle to keep praying and never stop or lose hope. He shared with them this illustration. In a certain town, there was a judge, a thick-skinned and godless man who had no fear of others' opinion. And in the same town, there was a poor widow who kept pleading with the judge. She says, grant me justice and protect me from my oppressors. And he ignored her plea for quite some time, but she kept asking. Eventually, he said to himself, this woman keeps annoying me, demanding her rights, and I'm tired of listening to her. Even though I'm not a religious man and I don't care about the opinions of others, I'll get her off my back by answering her claim for justice and I'll rule in her favor. Then she'll leave me alone. Jesus continued, did you hear what the godless judge said? that he would answer her persistent request. Don't you know that God, the true judge, will grant justice to all his chosen ones who cry out to him night and day? He will pour out his spirit upon them and he will not delay to answer you and give you what you ask for. God will give uh, swift justice to those who don't give up. So, So be ever praying, ever expecting in the same way as the widow. Even so, when the son of man comes back, Will he find this kind of undying faith on earth? Amen. And I'll read the same eight verses uh, from Luke 18 uh, from the King James Version. It says, and he spake a parable, meaning Jesus. He spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought to always pray and not faint, saying, There was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city. And she came unto him saying, avenge me of my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, 
Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge says, mm. and shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the son of man comes, shall he find faith on the earth? Mm. Dear God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the message in these scriptures. I pray that you enlighten our understanding and give us, O oh Father, uh, the wherewithal to speak clarity uh, to those who listen, Father, to add, O oh Father, uh, understanding. And as they hear the word, may they mix it with faith, O oh God, that they may see the manifestation, manifestation of the power of God in their life. And let us be among those Oh God, who come to you day and night, continually, without ceasing, in faith, knowing that you will answer prayer and do just what you said. Yes. In Jesus' name, in Jesus. amen. 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 I love these, I love these, uh, this parable that Jesus shared and the account of the unjust judge. And, yes. and there's so many lessons that we can take from it. Uh, one of them that we'd like to talk about tonight is the power of persistence. And I have a question for you that are listening. Uh, we've asked ourselves this question in morning prayer. When was the last time you wearied God? When was the last time you wearied God? Now, remember, this is a parable Jesus is sharing, and he's talking about an unjust judge who avenges a lady, uh, not because he wants to grant her justice, not because he likes her or believes in her cause, but he grants her justice because she troubled him, and he's <laughs> about to weary me. And so I'm going to do what she's asking, because if I don't, she is really getting on my nerves. And so we just want, want you to know, and Jesus uh, then taught the lesson that, that you should uh, be as persistent as this lady. So we just like to talk about the power of persistence and ask the question, when was the last time that you wearied God? Amen. Amen. That's a very important question. When was the last time that you wearied God? And I know that some of you probably have requests before the Lord. And, you know, you can take a, a self-examination. When was the last time you went back to God for that same man, for that same uh, issue? Or have you given up? Have you said, well, the answer has not come yet, so I'm going to leave it alone. And sometimes it's unconscious. But this is the question we ask to you. When was the last time that you wearied God? Pick up that prayer request and go before the Lord again and again and again. Because his word says, if you ask, you seek, and you knock. He said, you're going to find that door open to you. And it does something within us. So, yeah, that is a good question. When was the last time you wearied God? And, and we all, we, listen, we understand uh, that weary from the dictionary perspective, it means to feel or show tiredness or cause to become tired. We fully understand uh, that you cannot 
literally weary God. He does not get tired or worn out or or you know he he, he doesn't have fatigue or no, he does like that. So you cannot weary him. But the point that he uh, Jesus himself gave this parable. The point that he was making, one of the many points he was making, is that we should. Uh, be so persistent that if it were possible, we'd weary God with our persistence. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're talking about. We do understand that literally you cannot weary God because he, first of all, he welcomes you coming to him morning, noon, and night, and every minute in between. So he wants you to come to him. He said men ought to always pray. And that was the beginning of these verses. Don't give up. Verse yes. one, he said, men ought to always pray. And right, he said, not faint or not to quit. Don't stop. Mm -hmm. Pray mm -hmm. and don't stop praying. Ask and don't stop asking. Um, because that is how you see, um, that is how you see the response. And it's not like God wants you to beg him. It's just that the timing of God is not the same as typically our our uh, impatience. And so he's wanting you because it's, it's a faith thing. When you keep on asking God, it's a, listen, I do not ask, I don't ask LJ Renee to give me $10 million because <laughs> LJ Renee doesn't have $10 million. So we only ask people things that we believe that they can do. So when you ask God for help and ask God for intervention and ask God for mercy and grace and, and all the things that you ask God for, that is an act of faith alone because you wouldn't ask him if you didn't believe he could do it or have hope that he might do it. So when you are persistently asking, you are persistently expressing your confidence that he has the ability to do what you're asking him to do. So he likes that. He likes the expression of faith through prayer. Yeah, absolutely. And the pray in faith. And then one of the points that we'd like to make is that, you know, being persistent through faith in the word and, you know, um, it's good to get the scripture relating to your request so that when you pray to God, you can recite the word back to him. He loves to hear you take that word, that promise that, that he had given you and recited back to him. Not that he's forgotten because he don't forget. He don't forget anything. But for you to remember the word of God and come before him praying in faith, in faith meaning I believe that you, you know, I believe in this word that you've given me and present it back to the Lord and stand upon it. Those are the things that pleases God. And as I said before, that when we do that, that works something in us. And like you were saying before, Twyla, when we were talking, even though the situations look counter to what you're, you're asking God, when it looks like nothing is happening, you know, when the times may be, or it, it seems like it's delayed, or it just seems like it's just not going to, it's not going to come, that have to be, you have to be persistent and standing you know, and having done all to stand, to stand on the word and go back again and recite the word of God to him. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm, I'm asking the Lord for healing in certain areas. And I believe that God is able to heal. I believe that there is nothing too hard for 
him to do. So what I do is get the scriptures in regards to healing. Matter of fact, I looked it up and it was like 33 scriptures that uh, one website had, pre had presented and to take each one of them. And re when I pray to, re to repeat it back to him. And there was a scripture even this week, Twyla, for our morning prayer is in 2 Corinthians 4 and 13. And I want to say this because it really did stick in my spirit. It says, first, I believe, then I spoke in faith. So we have to believe what God says. We have to first believe it. And when we believe it, then we speak it. And that's what God wants us to do. Amen. Amen. And, and keeping God in remembrance of his word, it's not that he forgets, but when you pray the word of God, it in, it instills faith and increases hope and confidence in you. Yes, it does. It comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The scripture says that I have hid your word in my heart that I sin not against you. Uh, having his word in your heart helps you not sin against him because it reminds you of what he said and what he will do. So when I'm when I'm feeling despondent or feeling you know, overwhelmed, and maybe I am uh, thinking of doing something that is not pleasing to God, but the word yeah. of God wells up in my heart because I've hidden it there. And it says, when I am overwhelmed, Lord, lead me to a rock that is higher than I. Uh, when I feel like, did God forsake me? Did he leave me? The word of God has been hidden in my heart and it wells up and it says, lo, I am with you always. I've never left you, never forsaken you, but even until the end of the world, I'll always be with you in six troubles. I'll not leave you in seven troubles. I'll in no wise forsake you. When you hide the word of God in your heart, that's why when when we're talking about even now, it's like, well, what do I, what do I'm going to, what am I going to do and how am I going to make it? And it's like you persevere and press through because God is not an unjust judge. He's showing you through parable that if an unjust judge will do mm -hmm. this for a woman, what will I, who am your father, the bishop and shepherd of your soul, what will I do for those that I love and care for? Uh, what will I do for you? if an unjust judge will do this for those that he does not even regard. So that's when you hide the word in your heart and it, it transforms your thinking and the way you approach things and it, and the way you speak them. I can tell you, listen, it doesn't take long talking to someone. You can tell what I can tell what governs their life. Is it the word of God? Is it the you know, social organizations and civic causes in the society? Yeah. Is it, yeah. you can tell what governs a person, what they spend their time meditating and thinking upon because out of the abundance of the heart, the Bible says your mouth speaks. So I can tell by what you say, what is in the uh, inner recesses of your heart. Um, so Amen. We, yeah, we want to pray uh, be persistent through faith in his word. You got to know his word to be persistent in faith through his word. So hide that word, study that word and, and, and envelop that, you know, let that word envelop you until, uh, no matter what the circumstance or situation, God will, uh, the Holy spirit will bring a scripture back to your memory 
that mm. pertains to how God will help you in what you're going through. Absolutely. And you know, in Isaiah 43, 26, listen to this, because it puts you in the mind of a courtroom of the judge. You know, he is the righteous judge. He says that in this scripture here, uh, it says, put me in remembrance. Let us contend together. State your case that you may be acquitted. And you know what? I, when I read that, it's just like you, you're, you're in the courtroom, the courtrooms of heaven, and you're going before the righteous judge and you're reciting the word of God to him. And as we said before, we can't say this too many times, you know, that he loves to hear his word. And as a result, it builds something in us. This just reminds me of this word here is that we're, he's talking about the judge. He is the righteous judge. He's the one that brings about the justice uh, in the cause that we are putting before him because we are his chosen. And, and we have to remember that, that we are his chosen. And mm. anything that the enemy tries to do against us, we take it to the judge. We take it to, you know, like in a courtroom, you know, you take it to the judge so that there could be a decision. And his decision is always going to be on the side of his people of his chosen ones and we are his chosen ones hey in the name of jesus i like this it really brings out the part of the judge here that he's the one that uh, determines the outcome amen amen so so continue to be persistent or if you haven't been become persistent through faith in his word how can i be persistent just bear down and don't quit, don't quit, don't, don't quit. quit, don't quit, don't quit, don't quit. Even when it feels hopeless and you might feel like your prayers are bouncing off the wall, meaning that did anybody hear them? Is anybody doing anything about it? Um, I prayed and it seemed like nothing happened. Well, you got to keep on praying and pray through and persevere. Don't you dare quit. Don't you dare give up no matter how hopeless can't you imagine, according to the parable that Jesus shared, that woman sat outside the, the uh, residence of that judge and she continued to cry out for justice and he had to walk by her, ignoring her. He had to walk by acting like he didn't see her. Mm -hmm. but, but you know what I like, LJ Renee, is that when the parable continues to be shared, it lets you inside the man's thinking and conversation. And even though he walked on the other side and ignored her and act like he didn't see her, when he got into his private quarters, he was, she was all on his mind. He said, listen, I don't know. This woman is troubling me. She troubled him. He ignored her, walked by her, act like he didn't see her, but she troubled him. And he said, I'm going to do what she asked unless she weary me. So it might look like they're overlooking you. It might look like they passed by you. Remember David? He wasn't even in the lineup when, when Samuel came yes. to anoint the, the next king. He wasn't even invited. They didn't clean him up. They didn't think he had a shot, but the oil would not run from the veil unless uh, God's chosen and anointed was in there. So you might, it might feel you're overlooked. It might feel that, you know, they're not going to call your name because they skipped you every other time before. Mm. Don't you dare quit and don't you dare give up because the plan of God will not be denied. Amen. And listen, in his word, you said, don't give up. And it also says that God will reward our faith and perseverance. And uh, 
I was looking at this one particular scriptures that says, but as for you, be strong and do not give up for your work will be rewarded. Mm. And that's what we have to. And even in Galatians six and nine, I think it says, be not wearied and well doing. You know, that God will reward you. I'm trying to look up that scripture real quick because I want to be able to recite that uh, perfectly so that, uh, you know, you Amen. can hear don't, this. Don't you dare quit. Don't you dare, don't you dare quit weary to the see. point of, of quitting and giving up. That's right. Here it goes. It says, and don't allow yourself to be weary in planting good seeds for the season of reaping the wonderful harvest you planted is coming. Take advantage of every opportunity to be a blessing to others, especially to our brothers and sisters in the family of faith. But it says, be not wearied in well-doing, for you shall reap the harvest. Okay? And that's the that's his promise to but us. But doesn't it say, if you faint not? If you faint not, yes. Yeah, I, I add that in, back in, in there. because Right, quit right. And give up, you might just miss the, the blessing and the benefit. And that's what we're telling you. Persevere, don't quit. Because there is a reward to those who will who will persevere. The Bible says that the race is not given to the swift, yes. meaning the one who runs the fastest, neither is the battle given to the strong, but to the one that will last and endure and fight and 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 push through to the end. That's who receives the prize and the reward from God. When the last verse we read, verse eight, it says, when the son of man, he says, I tell you, God will avenge you speedily. But when the son of man comes, will there be anybody still here waiting in faith? And oh, I'm going to say, if I'm, still, if I'm still alive when the son of man cracks the sky, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Mm. There will be some waiting in faith. Yes, I don't know yes. when he's coming for sure because he hasn't given any man the the day nor the hour but if i am still alive there will be at least one waiting in faith because i'm going to persevere and wait till he comes in faith believing that he is who he said he is and he will do what he said he what would he do. said he would do amen the bible says without faith living within us it would be impossible to impossible. please god it faith when we pray in faith if someone says pray like you've already received mm. as, as, and that's and that's, that's you know, good that is really, it is it's really because you, you know you have to think how do i pray like i really i have already seen well you got to visualize it you well gotta, no no lj i'm thinking of it like this when when you sent me a gift. I sent you a gift. Once that gift, and you know, we didn't tell each other we were sending the gift. Once that gift arrived, I got a phone call or a text message. And oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, if if you pray to God like you already received what you're asking for, so it doesn't come as a surprise, then how mm -hmm. do you pray? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you, Lord, for oh, thank you, Lord, for the healing. I'm telling you, Absolutely. I just thank you, God, because now I can give that testimony to somebody else that that's standing and believing, and I can be that light to shine to them. Thank you so, you know, being able to to thank Him and to to pray as if you've already received it. Mm. It takes practice because there's sometimes, and I'll be honest with you, I'm mean, you be you know you you you're heavy, you're heavy. But but even in the, in the scripture, in the Psalms, it said, you know, he'll give you uh, for the spirit of heaviness and give you praise. And so, you know, you, you just have to press through it. But that's that part where don't you dare give up, press in. And then there's another scripture in Philippians. It talks about, you know, 
tell God all about it. You know, tell, don't tell him about every detail of your life. When you feel like you're at that point, you know, there's a, there was a poster said, when you feel like you're getting ready to, it says, hang in there. You know, if you feel like you're getting ready to let loose, tie a knot and, and hold on. And so just having that uh, going to God and saying, God, man, I'm telling you, uh, like you would talk to a friend. I'm telling you, I'm getting hit from every every end my friends done turn against me nobody believed the word that i've spoken and i've told everybody that you're going to hit you're going to heal me and they're looking at me like i'm crazy god just being uh uh be honest and and tell them all about it he, he's not offended by it but as you do that you know your faith is built in that that conversation that we have with the lord amen i'm, I'm telling you he's really drawing us into this word to believe him for the impossible, to stand fast. It says, be ye steadfast and unmovable and always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain. Don't you dare quit. And then he says for us to encourage our brothers and our sisters, if we see someone, you know, just by, like you said, just by their conversation, you can tell that they just on that edge right there then it's our responsibility to draw them back off that edge. And, to and, and just know them. when you walk in a, when you're walking a faith walk, I think we shared this in uh, one of the broadcasts a couple of weeks ago about Jairus's daughter. When Jesus went to Jairus's house to heal the daughter, yes. people said, Oh, you know, we already planning the funeral. She's dead. You don't have to trouble the, the master anymore. And, um, they went from supposedly comforting Jarius to laughing at Jesus. Mm -hmm. and, um, Jesus said, Oh no, no, no. She's just asleep. Don't worry about it. Basically. He's saying, you got to shut that out. Shut that out. Yeah, get it, get out. You, mm -hmm. you did this. You walked all the way. Listen, this is, I hear this in my spirit. God, God just showed me this in that scripture. Jarius walked all the way home with Jesus all yeah. the way. Yes, Can you yes. imagine the conversation he was having with Jesus, the faith that was building up in him as he walked mm -hmm. home with Jesus? He walked all the way home with Jesus to get to a crowd of people who wanted to laugh about the promise that Jesus had just made him. But Jesus said, you just got to tune it out, tune it out, put these people out. He said, let's go upstairs and yes. I will show you that I will do just what I just said. What I, said. I believe that God is saying to each and every one of us, you need to put out the naysayer, put out the doubters, put out those who mock and jeer the word and promises and things of God and mm -hmm. watch God do just what he said. When you stand in faith, believing he can even raise the day. Listen, it wasn't this bad when I came to him. That's the thing. It, I just needed a, I just needed a hundred dollars when I started praying but he took so long that now they shut it off. And now I got to have a reconnect fee and a, and a, this fee and a, that fee. And now it's $300. He could have, if he would have just answered me three weeks ago, a hundred dollars is all I needed, but he took oh, so Lord. long. Then I, now my faith is being stretched, but that's okay. I needed a healing three weeks ago, but now I'm in a dire circumstance and situation. They said, this is beyond healing. They don't have a remedy and a solution for it. Now I need a, a miracle. I need a real miracle because the doctors can't even fix this. Whatever it is you need, just trust him. It Listen, it might have got harder in your eyes. This thing ain't never got harder for God. It, it, 
It ain't never got harder for God. Mm. So whether it is healing you of a cold or healing you of cancer, whether mm. it is delivering you uh, from a fatal illness or delivering you from the flu, it ain't never been harder for mm. God. Mm, 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 mm. That is so powerful, Twyla. You know, even in what you were saying, I, I heard, uh, you know, even when it came to Lazarus, they thought he was, listen, mm. they said he's been in there for three days. I know he got to be stinking. Mm. And they, and then, then what Mary and Martha said, if he yeah. had been here. But see, that's the thing, LJ, they're the ones who went to get sent for Jesus. And that's what I'm saying. Don't, don't let the circumstance mm. that's changed in the natural realm change your faith. They sent for Jesus because they believed he was a healer, but now they need to believe he's a resurrection. And he took his time by getting there. And he too. took his time because he didn't want to <laughs> show him he was a healer because he knew they believed him to be a healer. He wanted to show them that he is the resurrection and the life. Come on here. Oh, Jesus. I can believe you for a hundred dollars, but I don't know about four hundred dollars. You're stretching my faith now, Jesus. I can believe you to raise up my stepdaughter, but I don't know if I believe you to raise them from the dead. Oh my God, he's gonna stretch your faith. Yeah, it's like you said. But if you had been here when I needed a hundred, oh. then I wouldn't have to experience the four hundred dollars then. And don't and don't say I didn't ask because I did ask you when I needed a hundred. You just didn't show up. But you know, we used to sing a song. I love that song. You can't hurry, God. You just got to wait. You got to mm. give him time to work. I don't care how long he takes. He's a God that you can't hurry. He'll mm. be there. Don't you worry. He may not come when you want him, but he's always, always right on time. He controls the situation. He controls the situation. <laughs> and we're going to experience his power through perseverance. We are going to be those who weary God in our persistent faith and constant uh, asking, seeking, and knocking. He said, if you do, I'll answer the, I'll answer you. I'll grant you the request. I'll open the door unto you because of the persistence of your faith. Do you want to pray? And let's pray like it already happened. You know, there's a commercial and um, I think it's a, it's a company that cleans up water damage. And it said, Just mm -hmm. it already happened. Like it never happened. Like it, like it, like it, like it never, never happened. happened. We want to pray to God like it already happened. And it's already amen done. god we just thank you right now for your word god it has encouraged us and lifted up our soul we we trying to encourage everybody else to god in your word it says the entry of your word is the, the is a delight and so father in doing this we are encouraged as well so we know that others as well we thank you for right now thank god for our healing we thank you right now that whatever someone is asking for, we're thanking you that you have the answers you already have provided. You changed the situation. You shifted the atmosphere. You caused the evil person to pour into their bosom. Whatever way you call it, God, it's going to happen in the name of Jesus. And we just thank you right now that God, that as you have provided and as you have answered the prayer, we thank you for that great reward, God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, that we will tell others, even as we were saying this morning, yes, God is real. He's real unto our soul. God, we thank you in the name of Jesus that we will see mighty and great works, Father, uh, by your hand 
in the name of Jesus. Eyes have not seen nor ears heard, nor has it entered in the hearts of men the things that you've laid up for those who love you, but it's revealed by your spirit. And so, Father, we thank you right now, God, that you're going to blow our minds, oh, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. One will say, I was just asking for $500, but my God, before it was all over, he provided $10,000. Oh, God, there is nothing impossible for you to do, God. We thank you for your favor, God. We thank you for every contract that's in the making right now, God. Lord, we thank you for being that righteous judge. And Father God, turn it around for our favor, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, God, we just want to say thank you right now. I need just a little more Jesus. I need just a little more Jesus. I need just a little more Jesus. Thank you for tuning in. This has been Twyla Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? Come visit us at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We'd like you to join us for morning prayer. Follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook. Even see how you can sponsor this show. Again, it's www.whatdoesthelordsay.com.